throw for Beatty. Maguire. Oh, he's Jim Cashin with offside. And Sean Maguire is the hero of the day and the hero of the run that brought them to the Aviva. Good evening and you're welcome to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Thanks to Eugene uh, for Kilkenny today, um, standing in for Morris O'Connor this evening, done a great job. Um, Bear Scott. How are you, Jim? You're, you're, you're back, in, back, uh, back uh, disappointed for poor old Liverpool, I'm sure you yeah, were. Yeah, but you're mixed, mixed feelings, uh, mixed feelings. Liam, Liam Kelly O'Rourke. Gutted, I'm sure. Still, are you? Are you? Are you slowly but surely? I was so it? tempted not to come over because I knew the slagging would be off. No, there's no slagging. To be fair, I mean, I don't think there's no real slagging. I mean, they were kind of a little bit unlucky on the night, but I mean, they couldn't. You know, it, yeah. it wasn't. There's nothing to slag about. I think. I think there was an, an outstanding goalkeeping performance. Definitely stood between Without between the yeah. and, and I, I getting their hands that, on the that cup. That long season of 63 games. Eventually, it did catch up on him. Up on it did catch up on him, yeah. and, and uh, you know. But we'll talk about that later on. We'll also be looking ahead at the Ireland's games in over the next couple of weeks in the um, in the UEFA Nations League. And I was re- looking into it again, looking into it again today, lads. And it, it, these games are actually quite significant for Ireland. If they could, if they could top the group, oh, it could yeah. be. It could mean you know, could mean a lot. Of, it could mean a lot for us. So they are games that people are kind of wondering: Are they of any significance? Well, they are of significance. You know, we'll also be looking. Um, looking at mentioning that Notts Forest are back in the Premier League and uh, Mane looks like he's leaving Liverpool and Lewandowski looks like he's leaving Bayern Munich and the, the silly season is about to start now lads with the transfers and all you know so we'll have a look at, at all those things but as always we start with our with our bread and butter which of course is the local stuff and the weekend just gone by saw the blue ribbon of Kilkenny football the, the McConnell Cup final was played on Sunday in Derdimus Evergreen and Thomastown United Evergreen uh, comfortable winners 4-0 in the end I, I, I wasn't at it but I saw it I was watching it on YouTube and you know it was you know an even enough start but Liverpool or Evergreen slowly but surely got on top and they scored three goals then like they like is their want three goals in the space of whatever 10 or 15 minutes and it really knocked the stuffing out of out of Thomas Town and they got another one you know in the second half and I have to say you know they were comfortable winners in the end um Thomas you know they were they were vastly superior to to Thomas Town on the day and Liam you were out there and uh, you got some reaction from the Evergreen camp uh, after the final whistle yeah loads of reaction to their 4-0 victory over Thomas Town United they've been really dominant in this competition and we'll start with team captain Tommy Earls just want to obviously thank the league and the referees for um, putting the day together um, it's never easier refereeing a final let alone when the two teams go fairly full-blooded at it so thanks very much to the referee, the officials and to the league as well um, <laughs> commiserations to Thomastown um, we always know that zero. it's going to be a tough game no matter what uh, we got a good start in the first half but we said inside um, well done to Thomastown. I'm sure we see you again next year at this stage. Thanks to Gary, Connor, and Jim for everything all year. We're not at times we're not the easiest lads to manage and coach. I'm sure, um, but the lads always see it through and it's always calm and always positive. So thanks to the three men for everything all year. And then finally, thanks to all the lads here on my right. It's an absolute pleasure to be the captain of this team for even if it's only for a season or even if it only happened by default because we lost other captains early on. But it's a pleasure and I couldn't think of a better group of lads to be involved with. Well done, boys. Thank you. 
And there you have it. Here comes the all-important moment, the trophy lift. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. <laughs> John Corrigan is on our left-hand side. We might grab a word with John in just a moment. But here we... Water flies over the place in the process. Evergreen 2022 McCallum Cup champions. I'm delighted to be joined by the KDL's John Corrigan, and I'm delighted to say, to say as well he's fighting fit. John, it's always the always the uh, prime day on the Kilkenny soccer calendar. Oh, that's true. It's the pinnacle of junior football. Uh, Lucky we got a fantastic day, and uh, look, we got a good we got a good game. Um, probably from a bit out, it looked like Evergreen were going to hold on. But look, fair play to Thomastown that have given one hell of a rattle. We've three junior finals this year. Thomastown are in the three, you know. So but they're they're an open coming club um, to my as you know I've been out for the last couple of weeks so to my fellow officials look I have to say a, a big big thank you they've had finals for every night for the last three weeks and they've done an absolutely fantastic job and to every one of them lads thanks very much and it's been a long hard season for both clubs but I think on a day like today we see why Evergreen are such a great team in the month of May putting in a performance like that yeah well that's true but if, if you sat here and looked across and looked at the Evergreen subs bench there was a good there was a very strong Premier team just sitting down you know that is so they, they, they have the depth in numbers but they've put in the work so that's the way it goes and finally a word on Thomastown they'll be disappointed going home this evening but they have they should have no shame whatsoever they've played well scoreline probably isn't a fair reflection and uh, even to get to the final is one is a wonderful achievement well that's true like you, you said out there's 26 teams and then you end up in the last two so like it's great for them to be here they will be disappointed probably very disappointed that a lot of the goals came from set pieces, you know, and they, they weren't, there was only one goal from open play, so they'd probably be a bit disappointed with that. But look, you have to lose one to win one, so they'll be back. Well, John, thanks very much on your support all year. Thanks very much for talking to us. Gary Marr, great day out in Durdemus once again. You're making a habit of this. Yeah, look, we, we, we started a little slow start, I suppose, get going. Once we, once we found the foot of the game, we got a goal from a set piece, a long throw. From there, I suppose, we never looked back. Uh, yeah, it's a great day. Look, you can't take these days or these occasions for granted. You have to take them as they come and enjoy them. When, when you get there, look, we've been on a bit of a roll at the moment. We have five in a row as a club, four in a row in my time. So, look, we'll enjoy them. We won't take them for granted. You were a team up for that today. What was the key ingredient to the win? Ah, yeah, look, we're always up for it. We're always there. We're always hungry. We have massive hunger in this group, this squad. That's what drives us on. That's what, what makes us win trophies every year. Another League and Cup double this year was the ap appetite of the players they're unbelievable their, their ability to want to win their hunger to win their hunger to, to succeed is, is first class and it kind of like wouldn't be managing we wouldn't be here without them you know Yeah and I know you had disappointment earlier in the, re earlier in the year in outside competition but the fact you've sealed the league and now the McCallum Cup and it's becoming a habit like it must make you very proud to be an evergreen man this year dominance for want of a better word Yeah locally look we're very happy where we're at I suppose we're back to back uh, Back-to-back -back leagues, back-to-back -back cups. Obviously, we were betting the Shield earlier in the year, unfortunately, not for us. But look, who said Dominic? Obviously, our, our outside goal is, is the national competitions. We're very disappointed losing Leinster, Leinster semi-final uh, this year. But look, we'll go again at them next year. We'll see where it gets us. But yeah, they won't call it dominance. We're just happy we're, we're on a we're in a real great time at the moment. But Evergreen, and we're just going to enjoy it. And we're not going to take it for granted and make the most of the ways there. You'll enjoy the couple of months off? Yeah, definitely. Going to fly up to Spain next Thursday with the wife and the kids. So I'm really looking forward to the day. Well, enjoy it, Gary. Thanks Thank very you. much for your Thanks support all year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man of the match on McCallman Cup final day, 4 0 victory over Thomastown. That's a great Sunday day out. Yeah, sure, that's all we want, sure. Look, that's the individual awards don't really bother yeah. me to be honest. Um, but look, one at the end of the day, and this is our fifth, fifth well, my fifth in a row anyway, and fifth fifth league in, in a row as well. So that's all I'm looking yeah. for. And I want to go six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> all the way till 
until I retire. I'm sure. And we're in the month of May, but you were like a side playing in the month of August. You were really energetic and enjoying your football. Yeah, sure. That's that's, that's the way I am. Like, I'm back to my football. When you enjoy your football, everything comes easy to you. Yeah. Everything. You want to work hard. You want to make that extra run. You want to do everything. So, like, but playing with this team, it's that's why I came back. I don't want to play League Bar or anything like that. That's why I came back here to play with these boys. Uh, days like today, I'm going to go and celebrate now. So I'm sure you will. And a comfortable scoreline, but probably doesn't give Thomastown justice. They did have their patches. They did. They did have their patches. Look, yes. You have to give them, give them their credit. Like they, they always fight. That's the one thing that they always, they always fight. But look, I just think we had a bit too much quality for them. And I think we, when we step it up and when we have that composure and pa- passing the ball, getting it down and no meant to go long and went to go short. But look, at the end of the day, we won and I think we fully deserved it. More of the same next season? That's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey, thank you. Cheers, thanks. David Grinson, McCallum Cup final on the score sheet as well. It doesn't get much better. Yeah, um, actually, look, 15 minutes ago, like, um, well, 20 minutes ago, like they were, they actually had a good start to the second half. So, you know, we couldn't get a hold of it. So, but look, thankfully, the boys saw it out and just uh, great to get over the line. And I'm sure that was on your mind at half time. You were in a great position, but not to take anything for granted. Yeah, like I know it, it sounds mad saying it. You're training up and you're, it, it looks comfortable, but you know, one goal, in, 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 you know, the start of the second half and it changes everything, gives them momentum. So, uh, and they had a couple of chances, like but thankfully for us uh, they uh, didn't take them and we just uh, got the fourth then yeah and your name now is becoming really really synonymous with the McCallman Cup what's yeah. your secret why do you do this year in year out I don't know like, I suppose uh, you know the push uh, Gary will tell you the push doesn't come from the management it's from the players out one another like demanding uh, you know wanting to play every week and uh, competing for places so um, look it's, it's great we just take every game as it comes and you know thankfully I uh, got the win today well David well done congratulations Thanks. thank you the team at TRP Kilkenny are delighted to team up with Kilkenny's number one soccer programme, Offside Soccer, only on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Yeah, five in a row, Bear. Five league titles and five McCallum Cups in a row. So I think does that constitute dominating football at the oh, moment in Kilkenny? I didn't realise it was that many, actually. Uh, well, know. look at fair play to them and, and, and look at they're there. You know they're there to be beaten. You know somebody has to get up to the standard to to beat them. It's as simple as that. And and, and look, I know all them lads, Mikey Drennan, Davey Grinsell, Tommy Earls. You know these are all tough guys, hard working players, quality players, and they're going to be hard to beat next year as well. I can tell you. Um, you know the previous night on Saturday night, uh, it was another four 0 in a cup final, uh, the Division One cup final ourselves. Four trainers we beat our booters B 4 nil. Uh to be fair to. to to be fair to Booters B, we got off to a flying start. They had a, a real good, a real good young team there, and we got off to a flying start. We were two 0 up after six or seven minutes, three 0 up after fifteen minutes, ah, yeah. four 0 up after half an hour or so, and and it was only a case of managing the game from there. And you know we've had a great season, and we finished the season really well. And I think just Booters just got us on that. You know they they were caught a little bit. You know young guys, and you know when you go two 0 down after five or six minutes, it's very difficult. And we were playing we have been playing well in the, in the second yeah. you know especially in the last number of weeks of the season so we were delighted with that our first ever sure. first ever double so uh, delighted with that to win that game on on uh, on Saturday evening look at there's very little action left but there's some big big games on this week as they as the week goes on just the, the under 19 league Wednesday night that's going to be decided Booters and Evergreen uh, Booters just need a draw out of that and they'll win the league Evergreen have to beat Booters to, to, to clinch the league title so that's uh, Gary Mara's over that team as well um, I think you know Booters will probably be, will be favourites to get the job done there you know allowing for the fact that they can afford 
not to win. Evergreen are back in action again then in Thursday in the Mock Lawler Premier Division Cup semi-final out in Gores Bridge against Bridge United. I heard Gary saying there in his interview with Liam after the game on Sunday, he's flying out. So some of the lads will look after it. Um, look at... You know, it's hard to know what way Evergreen will approach this game. You know, obviously they go they go to win every game, but but as as John alluded to in the interviews there, they could probably put out a completely different eleven than the boys that played in the McGalmore Cup final on Sunday. Yeah, but no, but Bridge United are decent now. You know, but it, you know, you're right, you'll tip Evergreen, but you know, and whoever wins that actually played Thomastown in the final on um, on uh, Saturday evening. At, at five o'clock, the final, the Mark Lawler final, Premier Division Cup final is is fixed for five o'clock in Derdimus on Saturday evening. Thomastown there again, as we said, that this is their third cup final, beaten in the McCallum Cup final, beaten in the in the Shield final by Booter. So maybe it'll be third time looking for Thomastown there in the winners against the winners of Bridge United and Evergreen. Also on Thursday night, the Division Two Cup final goes ahead. Castle Warren and St Canis's Canis's, of course, who have already won the league, looking to emulate four trainers and seeing can they add the divisional cup and make it a double. Castle Warren, decent side. Thomastown only, you know, only narrowly yeah. beat them in the McCallum Cup semi-final. Castle Warren, you know, and and on any one-off and one-off games are, are quite strong, you know. So right, Canises will be favourite going into that, but it's no, it, there are no certainties, you know, there are no certainties. As I said, Saturday evening, the winners of that Bridge United Evergreen game will play Thomastown in the final. And on Sunday, just to mention the game, Lions are playing in the Leinster Junior Plate at home to home farm at two o'clock on Sunday. They, they're still in the other half of the draw St. Candice's are in the final waiting for that I'm not sure what way the, that half of the draw the conundrum is but we'll clarify it for uh, for um, next uh, for next Tuesday night so look at there's still a few school boys cup finals and different things to go on but over by the, by the end of this week uh, from a junior and youth's point of view everything will be will be done and dusted with the exception of whenever that Leinster junior plate involving St. Canis's and hopefully Lions will still be in it so that's it for all the local stuff we better take a break we haven't given out the taxback.com text line as always is 086 353-7782 if anyone wants to text in their, their deepest condolences to Liam Kelly O'Rourke <laughs> they'll be more than welcome I'm sure they'll be very sympathetic yeah, that's, so that's 086-353-7782 when we come back we will be looking back at the Champions League final The team at TRP Kilkenny are delighted to team up with Kilkenny's number one soccer programme Offside Soccer only on Community Radio Kilkenny City Jim Cashin with Offside. Sean Maguire gets the goal. And you're welcome back to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Um, at the taxback.com text number, as always, is 86 And taxback.com is, of course, a clune tech company. Bear Scott, we'll give you first dibs on this. Look at, there's been a lot made of the fact that Liverpool, you know, on the la- you know, lost out on the last day in the league and you know didn't make the treble you know make it a, the three cup final uh, victories last weekend but I have to say they, they didn't lose anything in defeat I thought against Real Madrid all, the other night all joking and sneering yeah, inside no, 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 how did you see it? I, I, first of all I thought it was an absolutely brilliant match I loved every minute of it I mentioned there that I thought this long season of 63 matches or 65 or it was eventually caught up on Liverpool. Now, it's not something they can kind of reach out and grab and say that was the cause of it or this. But I think over the last few weeks, we've said it here that they're not... Sh- firing. Yeah, that sharpness 
that was there early in the season and at least up past Christmas just wasn't there. They were, they were still terrific, but I think the long season. And just on the final the other night, uh, talking about Liverpool, personally, I think they made a big mistake. They don't make too many, but taken off the yes. I would not have done that. I would have chanced taking off one of the midfielders because I still think, I was saying here last week that Thiago and Fabino were vital. I don't think either of them were 100% fair. You know, it was obvious at that. Yeah, um, you know, my, my tuppence worked on it. I think the first 20 minutes, Liverpool completely dominated the game. It looked like they were going to, you know, they were going to... Very similar to the FA Cup final in the first 20, 25 minutes against Chelsea. They were all over them. They were swarming, you know. And if they had to score in that period of time, you know, may well have been a different game. I agree with you. I think that the long season was definitely in the Liverpool players' legs. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think Salah was better last last Saturday night than he had been in the previous month. Still didn't, yeah. you know, still wasn't the, 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 the player that he was. I also agree with you that I, I would not have taken off Diaz. I think it also has to be said that the, the Real Madrid goalkeeper, Thibaut Courtois, oh, yeah. gave one of the best exhibitions of goalkeeping ever seen in the European Cup final. In particular, the save he made from Mane in the first half was a unbelievable, as good a save, a save as you will ever see. Mm. So I think Liverpool were, were were unlucky in that respect that they came up against a man in, in inspired form, it has to be said. And I also think, you know, it has to be said, lads, that, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold hadn't a clue where Vinicius was for the goal. And, I, and, and you know, it's harsh on the young man, but, you know, at that level... You know, you cannot switch off even for a split second and he switched off and he didn't know where your man was and ultimately that cost him the final yeah, in the I, end. I, I thought for the rest of the game after Real Madrid scored that he had it written all over his face. He was trying his best to do something to, to redeem himself. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it, it didn't happen. But uh, look... Liam, I, I don't think they have anything to be sorry for. What's your toughest... Look at and look at. We're, we're, I think everything we've said has been fair. I mean, it, this is not a case of rubbing your face in it because there's nothing. You know, they, it, on another night, a ball hops another way. Liverpool win the game. Very much so. Uh, it's very painful to talk to or talk about even now. Um, look, I said to myself as soon when Real Madrid went one 0 up, I said that's it, because Real Madrid were set up in such a fashion that was credit to them. Tibor Quarto had a great game in goal, but defensively they looked really, really solid. And I think as the game went on, Liverpool became more and more tired. They lacked that kind of heavy metal football that they've had all season. And they got really, really desperate. Like, they had one or two big chances, but later in the game they were half chances. They were, you know, they were really, like they ran out of ideas. And uh, I think you're dead right. Like, I cannot understand the logic of taking off Luis Diaz uh, and bringing on Diego Jota. Diego Jota is a fine forward-thinking player. But Luis Diaz has the whole package. And he, like, we really needed someone like Luis Diaz on the pitch in the dying moments, going into the last 20 minutes, because he could he could have came up with a moment of magic that carved the Real Madrid defence apart. Like he Jota is, can't he, do that. He is Liverpool's Vinicius Junior. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. That With that little spark of that X factor, yeah. and it, I thought it was amazing. It was baffling. Now, I can only assume that maybe... 
Jurgen Klopp knows more than we do and there was logic behind it but I can't I don't understand why but Liverpool oh, it was very frustrating they dominated the ball they had most of the chances Tibor Courtois pulled off a number of world class saves and I don't think he was respected enough when he was at Chelsea he is a world class goalkeeper and he proved that the other night but Liverpool I can't help but feel it's a final that they lost rather than Real Madrid won they played well they, did, they didn't do anything necessarily wrong but they lacked that spark that yeah. they've had all season and I don't know how you rectified that because if you go back five years they were losing that spark with, with inferior Liverpool teams at the turn of the year in January time they used to capitulate under Jurgen yeah. Klopp now it's, they're getting to May but what, what's the use of losing the league and losing it's the Champions League final slightly would lean there now I, I, I saying Liverpool lost it rather than Real Madrid won it I think Real Madrid won it and they sh- I think they should have had two goals why was that goal that's allowed? Can you tell me? It shouldn't have been because it touched the Liverpool player. Yeah, he was played on. in the last they phase. Were very, of the they were but very. They took four minutes it, looking at far, yeah. and they still couldn't get it they right. They were very fortunate to get away with that. Right yeah. on the stroke of half time. Right yeah. on the stroke of half time. But you know, I I agree that Liverpool, if it was a boxer match, they probably would have won it. Yeah. But Real Madrid were still deadly. I think it comes back though to the point that Liverpool do not have a midfield they have a solid midfield but they don't have a midfielder that will chip in with 10 to 13 15 goals a season they have very good ball players the likes of Jordan Henderson but that's all they are. No. And I think that's the missing piece of the jigsaw. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's that's, that's Stephen Gerrard yeah, type of midfielder. I, I was going to say this game needed a Stephen Gerrard but in, if you're in the middle of the field when the Real Madrid lads were passing the ball, they were fantastic. They'll want to now. Liverpool were well able to pass it, and are second only to Man City passing it mm. in England. They keep possession. They pass it around, but a lot of it is predictable. It's mm. good. It's fast, and it's better than the other teams. But the Real Madrid stuff the other night, when they had their purple patches, some of the interpassing in the middle of the pitch. Was brilliant. Well, for a half an hour, for a half an hour of that game the other night, the best player on the pitch by a mile was Modric. You know, mm. yeah. You know, and it doesn't even look like it. But, but the other thing I want to say too is Benzema was excellent on the night. He was dead. He was brilliant. The way he led the line and mm. he really led from the front, a real leader's role. Yeah, he's a, even he's though, a great player. Even though he never really got the the goal scoring opportunity yeah. on the night, but I thought he led the line really, really well. And, Who was the right full back for Real Madrid? What was his name? Oh. You and the idea, Liam. No, I, can't think. I thought he was one of the best players on the pitch. Yeah. He he saved Real Madrid more times. He was that I'd got got the interception mm. and you know he did it more especially in the first half but I thought cru- he was deadly I thought the crucial difference on the night was I think the well, only Car- shot on Carvajal yeah Carvajal ah, yeah. Yeah. the only shot on target I think Real Madrid had on uh, on the Liverpool goal was the actual goal itself the difference was Liverpool when they passed the ball crisply and very well I never felt they were really going anywhere with it yeah, 9 yeah, times they, out of 10 hadn't the killer pass no yeah. and they were coming up against a white wall yeah. whereas when Real Madrid got the ball and any time they got in the Liverpool half of the field you sensed danger mm. and I, I just come back to it there was the longer the game went on the more panic was in Liverpool's game yeah. and I I don't want to say they psyched themselves out but I think it was a factor and Real Madrid loved it Real Madrid looked like a team who loved to soak up the Liverpool pressure they didn't look one bit phased and they actually enjoyed that side of the game Is, is there a cooler manager than Ancelotti? Ancelotti yeah he never bat, he never bats an eyelid uh, just, you know. I'd love to have seen him in the Everton dugout But look at that <laughs> he, he has won he has won the, you know the Champions League now which you know with Chelsea yeah. with Real Madrid with AC Milan you know 
credit where credit is due, you know, he it just goes to show you, lads, what in the name of God was he doing at Everton? But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a couple of texts, we'll get to them in a moment, but the key point to come from them is Carlo Ancelotti, his career, yeah. he does not get nearly as much credit as he deserves. Maybe it's because he didn't reinvent football or yeah. he doesn't yeah. necessarily have his own yeah, he philosophy. Just, he just yeah. does his job. Yeah. His yeah. philosophy is to win. Yeah, and exactly. he's done yeah. it superbly. Well yeah. you think about it, lads. I think it's eight or nine European Cup finals in a row. The last time they were beaten in a European Cup final was in 81 when Liverpool bet 1-0 in, in Paris, Alan Kennedy. Mm. And every time since then, it's either eight or nine times that they've got to the final, they've won it. Now, that doesn't happen by accident. Oh, no. That's a psyche that's in yeah, that club. Yeah. No matter, and, and they've proved it this season because they should have been knocked out in the last 16, the quarterfinal and the semi-final. Yeah. And miraculously, however they managed it, they came through. They stayed, and yeah. the same the other night, you know, they, they, took a, they took a battering for a half an hour the other night, but they stayed standing and ultimately they finished the stronger. Mm. And that's a cycle, that's a psych thing that's built into that club it's in the yeah. DNA of the club lads but with all due respect to Real Madrid in terms of quality they're not in the top 5 in Europe no. what they have mastered is the tactical side of football the understanding of the game and an awareness to strike at the right moments yeah. and that's very easy to say and you can be flippant about it and say it's luck and you hear all these cliches about Real's name is on the trophy no this was very that, carefully yeah, worked out yeah. Yeah. They knew that they were inferior to PSG. They're, they're probably even inferior to Chelsea and they're definitely yeah. inferior to Manchester City. Yeah, but, but they knew how to play the game. Well, they got through all of them. And look at lads, but they can't anyone say, but they won, they it, the it. They won it the hard way. They knocked out Paris Saint-Germain, Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool yeah. in the knockout stages. Yeah. Arguably, are probably unquestionably the four best yeah. teams mm. in Europe. Liverpool they, and were they very lucky. And they knocked, you know, but not lucky, but they definitely came through these side. Their key players, had, their key players were in the right, they had a key man at the back, a key man in the middle and a key but, man But, but also, as I said to you the other day, lads, and I think this did play a part in the weekend, that they've, they've psychologically, for the last three weeks, they were preparing for oh, that game. Yeah. They had the League One. They were they were really preparing for that mm. game. Every game Liverpool played in the last month was a cup final. You know what I mean? So which means there was no taking the foot off the pedal, right? They gambled the night against Wolves in the midweek league game, got 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 away with it. But ultimately I think that, you know, Liam, the freshness did did make a difference on the night as yeah, well. It it killed them. Um I think not so much the freshness, because a top level footballer now is really, really fit. But I think the psychological damage, the manner in which they lost the title I on uh, the previous Sunday had to have some bearing like if we spoke about it on the programme last week if City had done their job early and easily I think Liverpool would have been in a far better mind frame of mind going into the Champions League final Anfield was like a funeral home the previous Sunday because it was they had it and it was taken away and I think a lot of Liverpool supporters and players carried that into the week um, and look we can have a discussion all night about whether what's in, more important the Premier League or the Champions League and I had a very interesting chat with a certain gentleman on Saturday night about it and the fact that Jurgen Klopp rested players in the Southampton game so obviously he yeah, he prioritised the Champions League finals so to get neither yeah. like look, it's not a failure I don't know what the, the adjective or the verb is but, the, but, but it's, does, it's not success but does what look like being a record breaking humdinger of a season for Liverpool bear it's now nearly a disappointing season, which well, in some yeah, way is ridiculous yeah. when you think about well, it. Well, I mean, they had a celebration the other day over the, t the two clubs, but at the end of the day, they have to be disappointed. Yeah, they will be disappointed. But it's not a success. Well, yeah, but it is. It's, it's, it's it, partially it does, success. It does fly in the face of 
of of logical thinking when you but think about what they've achieved this season. You know, they've fallen, they fall, they fell short in the two big ones, but minimally, minimally short. But you minimally, it doesn't matter whether you it's know. minimally or they lost four nil or five nil yeah. on the final day to Wolves and blew it for themselves and lost yeah. the Champions League final. Like, okay. It's probably not a fair reflection and I'm by, I'm by no means calling for Jurgen Klopp to be removed from ah, his job because not. he's done a terrific absolutely job. Not. And let's get that very clear ah, from the outset. Absolutely. But, and this is a but, <laughs> if that had been at Chelsea, Carlo Ancelotti won a double oh, about yeah. 10 years ago, the FA Cup and the Premier League. Yeah. And he was dismissed early the next season or it could have even been before the following season. Yeah. He like I think big clubs... Uh, demand if you're going to win one trophy two trophies three trophies mm-hmm. or four trophies whatever it might be one of them has to be the domestic league or the Champions League if there are two domestic cups it doesn't flow I, I agree because I think that's why they are so disappointed because the two big ones got mm-hmm. away that's why it feels yeah. like failure yeah, it's not failure but it feels like and look at they played in three like the, the, the Carabao Cup and the, and the FA Cup both finished nil-nil after 90 minutes and they didn't score in the 90 minutes the other night as well so in the, in the 90 minutes of the three cup finals they didn't score I think that's probably just that's just the nature of the way final games can be played before we go to the break Liam have we seen the last of Sadio Mane in a Liverpool jersey? I think so Bayern Munich are uh, flirting with uh, Sadio Mane's representatives and I don't and Lewandowski know. is looking for a, a move away from so it looks like he's going to go in and replace Lewandowski Bear he's been a great servant to Liverpool Sadio oh without a doubt he was I have to say he, he was never my favourite player but the longer he's been there and the more I've been looking at him I've been saying I'd rather have this he, man with me yeah. than again me he'll be a major loss and I think it's a con, it's convenient for both parties now for Mane to move on Bayern Munich need him and I think yeah. Sadio Mane, I, I get by his expressions, he well, wants that move. Well, I don't think Liverpool are, are, you see, and what's going to happen with Salah, Salah has said, is he going to stay? Liverpool are not going to break their wage structure, lads. It's no, as simple as no, that. Yeah, they're not going to. Yeah. And, 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 and they're correct to not to break no, it. I agree, yeah. yeah. Shall we introduce some of our texters? This is my favourite part of the yeah. programme, especially tonight. Yeah. I say tongue-in-cheek. Liverpool were unlucky, but after Real Madrid scored, they looked, they looked more likely to score. Carvajal was the right back. Thank you very much yeah. for that, Paul. And then... Um, a couple of texts coming in basically uh, taking the mickey out of Liverpool we can't read some of them out but anyway uh, the total lack of respect shown to Real Madrid this week is astounding Madrid Madrid are a top class team and history has shown that the focus, the focus has been now on how Liverpool lost total lack of respect how many finals have Liverpool been in when they have won on penalties failure to win in normal time has been their Achilles heel a lot of those Liverpool players are blown out of proportion Can, may I have first dibs on that I one Jim quickly because um First of all, I think this penalty shootout lark that's been going around the media the past couple of days is utter rubbish. If you win a cup final, penalties and extra time are part of it. So yeah. I, I would knock that straight away. Blown out, of, uh, blown out of proportion, I think 89 points in the Champions League final and two domestic cups. I think that uh, completely counters that point. But I will agree with you on the, on the other point you made that Real Madrid have been disrespected slightly. I think that all comes back to this part of the world is dominated by yeah. Liverpool supporters and we don't pay that much attention to La Liga. So there's a fair point yeah, there. But Real Madrid, that's, as we said, eight, yeah. in a row, eight or nine in a row, bear. That there's no ah, way that can be disrespected. Brilliant. I went down... The, first, the night, of, <clears throat> the one, the famous one in Hamden, that uh, 7-3 again, I'm trying. Yeah. My 7-3 other gentlemen, one I think is still alive, the rest, the other two are dead, but they brought me down to Tramore. We could, we had, the, I don't know whether we had the televisions in, I don't think we had, but it was possible to get the BBC yeah, in so. Tramore. 
And if you had to see the crowd was down there, and ever since that night, I've always had a soft spot for Real Madrid. Yeah. Wonder, always played the game the, the way, way it should, should be. be. Okay, well, sure, look at that's that's that game dissected. We're not going to mention all the stuff surrounding the the, the the delay and the kickoff and everything that went on because that's politics and we're a sports program. And, and if if and when there's a decision made on who was to blame or what was to blame, we'll mention it. So we better take the last break. When we come back, we have to look ahead at Ireland's Nations League games coming up. They have four games in 14 days or 10 days or something like that, starting this Saturday afternoon away to Armenia. Community Radio Kilkenny City text line on 086 353 is sponsored by Taxback.com. Taxback.com is a cleantech company. TRP, your one-stop shop for all TRP products and DAF parts. Proudly bringing you Offside Soccer on 88.7 FM. Jim Cashin with Offside, with Burr Scott and many special guests from the world of soccer. 15 seconds into- and you're welcome back to part three of Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Between, uh, between Saturday and the 14th of June, Ireland play four Nations League games. That's a heavy schedule uh, at, the, at the end of a season, isn't it, Barry? But, it is, yeah. like, you know, when this, when this competition, lads, was, was initiated, it, kind of, it, it came across as just kind of a glorified load of friendlies. But they actually carry a lot of weight, these games. And if we could... Top the group, yeah, a group that contains Armenia, uh, Ukraine, and Scotland. Um, Ukraine, of course, are going to have the obvious problems to, to overcome, but you know, it, it, it increases our chances of getting a second seed in the next Euro draw. There's a lot to be played for in these games, and 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 bear, like you know, away to Armenia on Saturday, starting off with obviously Armenia on paper are the weakest team in the group, and uh, you know, we did, we then have home games against Scotland and the Ukraine, and then we finish playing away to the Ukraine. Well, they're playing their home game in, in, in Poland on the 14th of June. But if we could do well in this competition, you know, and we have improved over the last couple of years, and, say, and, and we're, we go into this yeah. on the back of some good results at international. If we can take up where we left off. We should do well, but there's no guarantee with us. That's the problem. Yeah. But it might take us a couple of matches to refine that form. But like you say, it's a lot more important than people realise. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely. Liam, have you looked into it? Or I know, I know you. You're apathetic when it comes to international football. But you know, you yeah. must have looked into it. Very much so. Look, I have to say, it's the most optimistic I've been around an Irish team for quite a while. I don't think we're close to qualifying for a major tournament and when I say that the next maybe tournament or two but at least we're playing a football that's watchable we're bringing on young talent um, you know in the goalkeeping position I think it's probably the best position we've been in for a long long time so there is reasons to be optimistic I just hope and it's always the danger around international football we can carry on where we left off because the gap is so vast club yeah. players have I either improved or disimproved in that time so it'll be very interesting to see but we have a lot of good young players coming through and and they're right they're, they're not playing for the Liverpools and, and the Man Cities and the Man United's but look at you know they're, they're, they're playing a lot of, we have a lot of championship guys yeah. we have a lot of guys in lower divisions that are seem to be you know aiming good enough to be playing in the championship yeah. and look at they are what they are and, and you know at least we have yeah, something well, coming he has unearthed a f- few fair in fairness to him now yeah. I, yeah. I, I was one of his biggest critics but some of these I didn't even know who they were. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you know. <laughs> or who they play. But they have been doing well. And it might be in lower divisions. But, you know, here we go again. We have a chance now to get him back. I'm going to be very interested to know who is going to play in goal. 
Because yeah. I think the Kelleher man is our number one goal. Well, you see, you see the problem that yeah, Stephen Kenny is going to have next season is Mark Travers conceivably is going to be the number one for Bournemouth in the yeah. Premier League. Well, so does that a, not surely put him ahead of yeah. Bazuna and Cuevin Kelleher oh. in the Ireland jersey? But lads, if he's I playing, love Bazuna. I agree with you. But we, first of all, we don't know where he's going to be next season. He was only on loan with Portsmouth. Cuevin Keller, Kelleher has no chance of, 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 of yeah, usurping the jersey off of, of Allison. If Mark Travers goes into the Bournemouth team and plays every week in the Premier Division, yeah. surely he has to be the number one for yeah. Ireland. Lads. That, not necessarily. It depends on how he's playing. Well, yeah, well I obviously, mean, he's, going to, he's going to be in a team that's going to be struggling in the Premier yeah. League. You know what I, I mean? I think Bazunda is our most naturally gifted goalkeeper Absolutely. at the moment. But next season... His kickouts se- are yeah. just but, so but, strategic. But, but it all depends on where he's going to be playing. You know, it all depends on where he's going to be playing. Yeah, he was yeah. at loan. He was on loan with Portsmouth. They didn't get promoted out of League One. He's he's a Manchester City player. I know. He has no chance of getting on the Manchester no, City no. team. So it'll be interesting well, to see what... But what level would you put Bazoon in? Well, Premier you'd, League you'd, be to think, you'd like to think that he's that he'd be at championship level. You know, you'd like to think yeah. that. But like, Cuevin Kelleher has a huge decision to make as well, lads, because he has no chance. Like, he'd probably have to get out of Liverpool. Yeah. Like, all right, he's probably earning good money and he's in a big squad. But Liam, he's not... Like, he didn't even play him... In, in, you know when he made even all that changes tonight against Southampton, he still didn't yeah. play him. You know he's he, he's not going to get any game time at Liverpool, yeah. so he needs to get out of there. Easier said than done because the you prestige know. and people can almost cut themselves when they're at these clubs. Yeah, but they the, love the 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 yeah, atmosphere surrounding them and the. But that's fine, me, but, you're, that's fine me, but you're not playing. Yeah, you know, ultimately a professional footballer's job is to play football. Yeah, well, I hope he doesn't ring Gareth Bale for advice under, on that. I understand that yeah. goalkeeper the goalkeeping position is different, and every every team has a second goalkeeper and a third goalkeeper. But when you're second goalkeeper behind, you know, one of the best goalkeepers in the world, you know what I mean. That makes your job as second goalkeeper a little bit different than everybody else's you know yeah. what I mean because it it really decreases the chances yeah. of getting some game time he probably start with the what's his name Bazuna I, well yeah. I don't think I don't think there's any doubt you at know. the moment Bazuna is Kenny's number one goalkeeper yeah. at the moment but that that might not that might not last look at hopefully hopefully we'll have a good uh, we'll have a good Nations League and of course we'll be looking back at it again next Tuesday do night. people understand it Jim Yes. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But the bottom line is, if if we could top the group, that would mean we'd be we'd be seeded second in the Euros draw of the next for the next Euros. In theory, if you're seeded second, it increases your chances of finishing in the top two and so on and so forth. So I like it. The, these games do carry count, significance, yeah. and and obviously we want to keep the upward uh, trajectory going Four, as well. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Of course, tomorrow night, lads. You know, we forget that there's still one. There's still one team that qualified that hasn't qualified for the World Cup yet. There's one position left. It's all going to be decided this week, lads. How are the Ukraine going to have their heads around playing football I, match I tomorrow night? See it. I couldn't see it. I, I I give them no chance. Maybe I'm wrong. The whole world will be shouting for them. Yeah, well, look, and Scotland are going to be the big bad ogres of yeah. the piece if they if they knock them out. But Liam, you know, I know we keep politics out of it, but obviously it's very difficult when you're talking about the Ukraine at the moment. But you know, Scotland are at home to them tomorrow night, and and as I said, look at emotionally, it's hard to know where the Ukraine are going to be at. Now, remember, the Ukraine got to the got to the semi-finals or the quarter-finals of the, of the last Euro so they're a decent team but you'd have to fancy Scotland in, in Hamden tomorrow night wouldn't you Scottish football on a, on a bit of a high at the moment as well you would and Scottish football I suppose is where we want to aspire to in the bigger picture but 
um, I'm not sure. Like we'd have to do a bit more digging around the Ukrainian team and where they actually play their football. Now I know they're going to have family members in the country, and you only have to look at the scenes with Zenchenko over the past couple of months at Man yeah. City. That seemed to drive him yeah, but, on as a player. But you would have right. Obviously, their top players, like Zinchenko, is with Man City, and there's other players. Mm. But they surely must have a core of players that were that are playing with Shakhtar Donetsk and Dynamo. I'm Kiev sure, yeah. All, you know, and, and I mean, it's going to be very difficult for them. It's it is, and even difficult. let's take the political side out of it from a fitness point of view. The fact that they're they've not been yeah. playing football that is go- all going to have a bearing I just have a sneaky feeling that Ukraine as a country is so determined and is so resilient in so many different spectrums yeah. that I think they're going to go out there and look they might be lacking in the subtle little arts of football because they lack a game time with, with the Ukrainian those who are still based in Ukraine but I think there's a chance they'll beat Scotland right. for that simple reason they'll be yeah. so determined and they'll want to make a poli- yeah, yeah and, they'll wa- and they'll want yeah. to make a political statement because football and politics are not that separate oh, so no. yeah, I no. think they'll and want to they'll, well, they'll put be, their foot it'll down it'll be very interesting to watch mm. it tomorrow night and of course whoever comes out on top then has to play Wales on Sunday for that final place mm. obviously if it's Scotland and Wales that brings a whole <laughs> new dimension to the game so like that, you know so there is some interesting stuff to be played and whoever does win level. it's going to be Tough facing a team of Wales's quality with only a what a four or five day turnaround yeah, yeah. for such a big game. Like. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see to see that tomorrow night. Um, Notts Forest, there are blessed. back are blessed. back in the Premier Division. They were blessed. Blessed. How were those two penalties not given? Will somebody explain that to me? Did you see any of this? Bear? I, I saw pa- the highlights they... Sunday night. Um, well, there was two of the most blatant penalties. Like they were penalties, lads. No matter what uh, way, yeah, you, no, like I don't know no what way doubt, you flower it up. There's no doubt there were two penalties. I, I can't, I can't believe what I saw. You know. And like I mean, when you look at Nuts Forrest's goal, was actually an own goal. It was a yeah. smelly old, yeah. sloppy old <laughs> goal. You know. No, look, I don't begrudge Nuts. No, Forrest. absolutely not. I don't either. I'm I, delighted to see Nuts Forrest back up in the. It's the first time in something like 18 years or something like yeah. that. Just go to show when you go down. That's you know potentially oh, yeah. how hard it is to get back. But up. they are better equipped for absolutely, than to yeah. survive. Absolutely, and and they'll have a you know they'd be a wealthier club. They'd be able to spend Man, a few quid. Yeah. And they are. I agree. I just thought that on the day, on the day mm. in a final, everything went their way. And look, it's. If I was in their shoes, I wouldn't care less. It's, it's whoever's winning when the final whistle goes. That's all that counts, and I yeah. understand that. But Huddersfield were hard done by on, mm. on the day. And how must Chris Hutton be feeling after his dire yeah. run at Nottingham Forest? And like they, the were the, they, yeah. they were bottom of the league when Steve Cooper There's took one over. one point out of seven matches. Yeah, when Steve Cooper took what over. What a turnaround. What a turnaround, <laughs> absolutely. And one game against Bournemouth away from going up automatically. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. But so, like, if you're Chris Hutton, you're thinking to yourself, yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure I know there was changes, but like, why did those? Guys, not play for me. Chris, yeah, what went wrong? Chris Hilton has a record as of doing brilliant work. Yeah, not maybe getting the rewards. Somebody else came in and got the mm. rewards in more than one club, and I think that's for us are no exception. Mm. But you take Chris Hutton, like I remember, he was sacked by Newcastle among other clubs. Yeah, it must be the best part of a decade ago, and they were actually doing really well in the Premier League the when way. they got rid of him. Yeah. This is very unlike Chris Hutton yeah, that yeah. things were going so badly, yeah. and now all of a sudden they turn but, around the minute yeah, to make but a change. Even, even though they were going bad. They had a lot of bad luck that time. They were losing matches that they should have won or should have drawn, you know. And then it was kind of inevitable that he was going to get the bullet. Bang. 
but it's just great that the, you know, like look at that's not Forest when I was young lad lean like Nuts Forest were you know one of the best teams were yeah, one of the I best know. clubs big club twice winners of the European Cup of course the Brian Clough era but even in more recent times with Roy Keane and Stuart Pearce and them guys yeah. you know like they, you know it's, it's great to have them back and uh, I have a couple of I know a couple of Nuts Forest that, fans as well so <laughs> that you know. Teddy Sheringham goal against Liverpool in 1992 yeah huh? but I mean look it's great to see a um, couple of other bits and pieces I see today lads that uh, Ivan Perisic has completed his move to Spurs. I know he's no spring t- he's no spring chicken. He's thirty three years of age, but a super super player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played in practice. Like, I mean, he's one of these. He's another one of these young lads that's that's an older player, but his fitness levels are through the are out off the scale. Played in practically every game for Inter Milan this season in 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 the, in, in Italy, and um, I he, obviously Conte had him at Inter Milan, and I think Liam, this guy is a good addition to the Spurs squad. Perisic. Yeah, it's an excellent move on both scores. I mean, Antonio Conte knows what he's going to get and that seems to be a principle of Antonio Conte. He wants to kind of know what a, a player's character is like before they sign him, nah. before he signs him. So he's got that right and then his quality is undoubted. So i seen during the week as well that Tottenham have committed to backing Antonio Conte oh, financially. To, to well, with a club like Tottenham, you just never know. Yeah, but, but as we said the other day, Bear, like if, if Daniel Levy doesn't, doesn't back Conte, Conte is the best manager that Spurs are ever going to get. Mm. They're not going to get a bigger name than Antonio Conte. If they don't back Conte, they'll never back anyone. And this, it's I, a think, I think they have a brilliant opportunity with Conte there. He's bringing in serious players. Anybody he's brought in has done the job. And if they back him, they have a chance of being right up there, mm. a challenger for the Premiership. Yeah, well, look, you take Antonio Conte... He's not just a great manager, but he creates a culture within the clubs he goes to. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti probably doesn't. Um, then you have the likes of Pep who does and uh, Jurgen Klopp who does. There's no other manager available that does what Antonio Conte does. Absolutely. So they're the best of the rest. And if they don't back, which they have, but if things do go wrong in the long run and it's a financial debate or a disagreement, well, they only have themselves to blame because there's no one better available. This weekend, lads, um, you know... <laughs> The championship playoff was last weekend. It's the biggest game in football, they say. But another massive game is, is the game to get back up into the football league from the conference or the national league, as they call it now, the Vauxhall conferences, as we know it by. Uh, Grinsby Town and Solihull Moors are in the final uh, this weekend. Um, Solihull Moors have never been a league team. Grimsby were always a league team. Said they've never been mentioned on this. Pro- no, well, they probably haven't either. <laughs> no. you know, but they came through. They came through at the at the, at the weekend. Grimsby came through. You know, Wrexham yeah. were the favourites out of this. Wrexham had the team with all the money, and they'll be gutted that they're going to be playing their trade in the fifth tier. But we'll have to keep a close eye on this course, one yeah. in in on the weekend because Gavin Houlihan from the Kells Road, who scored the ninety six minute equaliser mm. a couple of games ago, to keep them in the to keep them in the, the yeah, knockout yeah. stages. So we do have a Kenny yeah. interest and we're in this game to talk to Gavin in the next couple yeah, of days so like, as well. Yeah, so. yeah. So Gavin, so. For all Kenny football fans, let's keep a close eye out for yeah. Grimsby Town. Grimsby Town, of course, Michael Reddy. They were one of the teams that That's Michael right. Reddy played with when he mm. was when he was over there. And not only is Gavin playing, but he had a huge impact in the playoff semi final. Oh yeah, I mean, and I think he has a relationship with the clubs. He's bagged goals with the, goals against this season as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so great to see uh, Robert Lewandowski, lads, thirty three years of age, and looks like he's uh, he's going to engineer a move away from Bayern Munich to Barcelona Bayern Munich goes in if you're going to Barcelona Barcelona have to give us 34 million do Barcelona give 34 million for a 33 year old there's Lewandowski 
you know, is it, why would he at this stage? Would why would he not just stay where he is and win win another three leagues, be top scorer, have it handy? Why why would he want to to, no, no. to go out of there? Well, I think it's the same logic as why Ronaldo's done it all his career. He's probably bored number one, and yeah. two, he wants to prove he can do it in more than one country. So I think when you put those factors together, he wants to go. And he is worth the money. I think he is because he's guaranteed goals. I Whatever about mobility, mobility, he yeah. will get Barca goals. You know, but look at it, he has been a phenomenal goal scorer down oh, through. Yeah. His career, yeah. like a phenomenal goal scorer at international level. The funny as well. thing about it, he never hit me as a great player, but he's able to put the ball yeah. in there. Have we got a quick one there, Liam? Yeah. One or Texts two? are flying in. We can't get to them all on our taxback.com text line. Now, one, a very cheeky text. There's a, well, it's true, actually. There's a goalkeeping vacancy in Fort Rangers. So. <laughs> well, we, we, actually, we actually have that more or less fit I, I now at this stage. I was going to yeah. say in Everton. Yeah, well, I in see fairness. where Jordan got player of the year or whatever. <laughs> well, Jim Nugent, in his last three league games, he, he played his last three games and kept a clean sheet in all in three. three. Well, in well done, Jim. So well you, done. In, yeah. you won't be putting in an offer for Jordan Pickford any time. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Um, one person just uh, getting back to us on our earlier point Madrid are not being disrespected by us so we're in the clear yeah. it's Sky Sports and the British media Absolutely. and I think actually if you watch BT Sport during the Champions League they are very pro-British yeah. and um, uh, any opinions on where Gareth Bale will end up next season no. only Gareth knows only that only Gareth knows uh, that probably Sonning Dale golf course <laughs> or somewhere like that oh, that flag didn't do him any favours as always I say this every Tuesday night so I'm not going to change the habit of a lifetime the hour has caught up with us um, we've had a really interesting show a lot of texts we didn't get to apologies for that um, Bert we'll see you Saturday with Pat Gareth, Tracy really Liam yeah. we'll see you next Tuesday night uh, thanks for listening Kevin Lefar is up next good night and God bless and he's live from and our new studio Studio, studio 1 